and it's rare, I would say, even in this space of of sponsorship and of support that brands really get behind the things that are important to you. So often it's just supporting the athlete and that's wonderful and it's absolutely needed. But again, goes back to, I'm not doing my job if I'm not helping to get other people to have these same opportunities. And I love that being part of Team Bridgestone, they've seen my involvement in CAF, what it means to me, what it's done for me and and uh, thousands of other athletes. That is Scout Bassett, a Team USA Paralympian in track and field and a member of Team Bridgestone through our worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partnerships. Beyond the track, Scout is also an ambassador for Challenged Athletes Foundation, or CAF, one of the incredible nonprofit organizations that Bridgestone supports to help people with physical challenges lead healthy and active lives through sport. Hi there, I'm Keith Cauley, and this is Thrive, a Bridgestone America's podcast exploring our company through compelling conversations with teammates across our organization. And today, we're going to switch it up. As communications manager for our sports partnerships, I'm going to jump to the other side of the conversation and join Scout as a guest in discussing Bridgestone's commitment to the Paralympic movement and the work with local organizations like CAF. So to help us guide the conversation, we've got Zach Ellis, one of my esteemed colleagues from the corporate communications team. Hi there, Zach. Hey, Keith. Excited to help out and be here and even more excited to talk about Scout. Her story is one of perseverance. After losing her right leg in a chemical fire as an infant in her native China, she was abandoned and spent seven years in a government orphanage before being adopted by an American couple from Michigan in 1995. She tried a variety of sports as a way to connect with her peers while still learning to speak English, and it was a grant from CAF that helped open new doors for her in track and field. Now a U.S. national champion, a world championship medalist, and Team USA Paralympian at Rio 2016, Scout is a leading voice on topics of diversity, equity, and inclusion for those with physical disabilities. And with the Tokyo 2020 Paralympic Games bringing more global attention to the stories of the world's most inspiring athletes, we examine how Bridgestone and Scout are working together to empower the next generation of Paralympians to chase their dreams. We hope you enjoy this conversation. Keith and Scout, thank you both so much for joining the podcast to discuss this partnership and support for Bridgestone. Uh, Keith, I'll start with you. Bridgestone announced this support for these three nonprofit organizations last year, including CAF. Why was it important for Bridgestone to, to get behind these initiatives? Well, thanks for having me, Zach. Longtime listener, first time caller on the Thrive by Bridgestone America's podcast. This is one of the really fun and exciting and and really to many of us that work on these partnerships, a very meaningful activity that we support and to get to work with people like Scout uh, and some of our, our Paralympic team Bridgestone athletes, but really to make a difference in the local community is what it all comes back to. And we talk all the time at Bridgestone about doing things that improve the way that people move, live, work and play making a difference in our local communities. And this is one way in bringing to life our, our worldwide Paralympic partnership that we're able to do that at the local level. So groups like Challenged Athlete Foundation, Amputee Blade Runners, which is based in Nashville, Adaptive Sports Programs, which is based near you know our Akron Technical Center in Northeast Ohio. They are doing great things to make a difference in the lives of individuals and especially young individuals with disabilities. Uh, 
and creating access community support through sport for each of them. So it's one way that we can really get involved and, and really help them make a difference. And so we're really, we're really proud to do it. Yeah. And Keith, you kind of touched on this, but I mean, this just, this feels like further proof, right? Of how Bridgestone is so much more than just a mobility solutions, a tire and rubber company wanting to make a difference in people's lives. So how, how would you kind of articulate how this support aligns with Bridgestone as a company today? Yeah, I, th- I think we talk about on this podcast, right, that we're on this North Star journey. Uh, we're on this vision to become a sustainable solutions company, which is doing what's right for the world around us, doing what's right for society is usually what's pretty good for business. And, and we do that in a lot of different ways. We're focusing with a lot of the interviews we do on some of the technology and the innovation and the commitments from a business perspective. You know, but one of the ways that we also engage into the society around us and the world around us is through partnerships. And so as a worldwide Paralympic partner, we're able to really focus and a worldwide Olympic partner too on, you know, helping those efforts of growing diversity and and using sport to drive positive change in the world. So this is to a a degree, an extension of those visions of sustainability at just a different tangible level. And it goes into the history that we've talked about with our founders of both Shojira Ishibata at Bridgestone and Harvey Firestone, the things that they've cared about and believed in, that fueled our interest to be Olympic and Paralympic worldwide partners, uh, which started, you know, over the last several years and continue to grow. We're in this time right now as we're recording this with the Paralympic Games in Tokyo, and our partnership will continue forward. But at the community level, these partnerships make a difference every day, and they're giving new access to new young athletes to help them grow and find their community and their path forward in life. And I think Scout is a testament to that when you hear her story, right? The difference that sports and and opportunities can create uh, in in making a world of difference. Yeah, and I want to shift to you, Scout, because as Keith said, I mean, it just seems like you've really lived the impact of these programs, right? I mean, you received a a CAF grant to help fund your training as a runner, I think back in 2014. So when, when you when you look at your overall journey as a Paralympic athlete, how important was was that support in particular in helping you reach your goals and beyond? Well, thank you so much for having me on. I would say it's probably not the case today with how accessible information is now. But back when I started running in 2002, I actually didn't know that that was a like a real possibility because I grew up at a time in a place where I didn't see somebody with a disability, an amputation like mine being able to run. I did sports on my everyday walking prosthetic, which is not made for sports. And so the idea of even running was something that wasn't even conceivable in my mind. I thought running was just in my everyday walking leg and that was very cumbersome. And so, you know, for me, and at that time, I actually didn't even know anything about the Paralympics. And uh, now I Obviously, you know, information is is so accessible, but running really was the start of uh, a journey for me in so many ways, not only of sport, but of finding healing, of wholeness, of really understanding and accepting my identity Mm -hmm. and who I am as a person. And so 
I, I really don't think I would have ever been on this path that I am now doing the things that I'm doing now without running, without receiving this running prosthetic that I got in 2014 from the Challenge Athletes Foundation that really changed uh, the course of my whole life. So honestly, it's been um, just an incredible journey. Yeah, you talked about kind of finding an identity. It seems like that, you know, someone in your shoes looking down at maybe a, you know, a, a younger child who's maybe dealing with the same issues of wanting to find an identity and, and doesn't feel like they can run and have that same maybe success that you've had and, and finding that sort of lane, so to speak. Is that a big reason why you feel like you want to give back as, as a CAF ambassador and sort of pay it forward? Absolutely. It's a huge part. You know, now that I'm involved with CAF and have served as an ambassador for over a decade, there are many things that are wonderful and incredible about the life I get to live now. And But I would say more than the medals, um, more, than, more than anything else, the achievements, the success, being an ambassador for CAF, a mentor to so many young girls is by far the greatest thing that I have done in and with my life. And I say that because... I think that when you've really seen the bottom and to be able to rise and to have such great success, I've always felt like, you know, and I promised myself that if I ever got to that level of success and achievement and really having everything I've ever wanted, um, you know, all of the dreams coming true that I would not have done my job or really fulfilled the legacy that I want to leave if I'm not helping other people to achieve that same dream and others along the way that the idea of like, you know, lifting others as you climb. And, um, that's why, you know, it's so important for me because I grew up in a place where I did not see somebody else that looked like me, you know, my community, I'm a minority, I have a disability and I grew up thinking that I was very alone in that journey and in that experience because I had no other mentors. There weren't women Paralympic athletes on TV or on billboards or in a commercial. You never saw that. And so I grew up feeling very alone in my experiences. And, you know, if I can be a mentor to these young girls and help them to realize that they're less alone and that, you know, this is a journey that they can um, take and it's going to be incredible and, and, you know, ups and downs. But, you know, really just hoping that I can be a guide and um, a, a mentor to help them navigate, you know, a world that really has not always been uh, designed or created for people like us. That's one of the cool things about, you know, whether it's Challenge Athlete Foundation itself or like at Adaptive Sports Ohio, is they are serving the same community, but they're offering a variety of, of different things that can all help make a difference. Sure. So scouts, obviously, from the CAF side, they work on individual grants to individual athletes, but that can be equipment, uh, as Scout said, right, your prosthetic running blade to really give you the gateway into a sport. Um, but it can also go to travel to just get you to a competition so that you can keep 
building your experience. It goes to uh, a, a grant for training or coaching or just, you know, education to a certain degree to gain access to see what you might want to pursue. And a group like Adaptive Sports Ohio is very focused on building community programs. And so it's a lot of recreational leagues or creating scholastic opportunities in high schools for adaptive athletes to compete where they didn't have the access to even have a tournament or participate in a track meet uh, like uh, like the able-bodied athletes before. So it's really helping it along all of these different points of access and opportunity to make a difference because I think the most important thing that Scout outlined is the community and the connection that is offered through these opportunities and this access is what makes the world of difference. To be able to see somebody maybe like you, maybe that is maybe have gone through the things that you are going through or will go through so that you can ask questions so that you don't feel isolated. Yeah, what would your message be for maybe if a young kid is listening to this podcast and coming from a similar background, uh, what would your message to them be? Um, because as you said, you, you face those challenges of not maybe having that mentor, but being able to embody that in yourself, being a CAF ambassador and other things of that nature. What would your message to them be when maybe you didn't have a message like that to hear as a young kid? I think the message that I would push is this idea that it's sort of my mantra of, of never giving in. And when that doesn't mean just the idea of not quitting, but also not giving into your own fears, your own doubts, your own securities, because so much of that happens when, when you realize that you're always going to be the one that's different, right? And you, you have to always constantly exist in spaces where whether you recognize that or others, uh, help you to recognize that, um, to not uh, to give in to your own fears and doubts because that's a big part of, of this journey is having that self-belief and and that, you know, pushing forward no matter what obstacles, no matter what setbacks and, and challenges uh, rise. And I think that's something that I tell the young kids I work with all the time is, you know, they're starting to get to a place where, you know, they're in school and they have to answer questions or there's the jokes or they go and try for a sports team and they're not very good. And well, I just want to quit, you know, and, um, I think of all the times in my life that I've pushed forward, that I would never be where I am today if I had had those, you know, same experiences, which I have and decided to just, you know, quit. And so that's really the message that I would is just to continue to push forward, to believe in yourself, to not give up on your dreams and really to have that mindset of, you know, whatever it takes to get there, um, to push forward with that. We heard Keith talk about how, you know, supporting these organizations, these initiatives are, it's not just a, a piece of the puzzle for Bridgestone. It really is who Bridgestone is as a company. So for you scouting, what does it mean to be a member of Team Bridgestone while seeing this company make this commitment to the very kinds of organizations that have impacted your own journey? Well, first and foremost, I am so proud to be on Team Bridgestone for many reasons, but I think it's rare in life when you get to follow your passion and all the things that are important to you while you get to live this dream is it comes together, right? Collides. And for me, that's 
the Paralympics, the movement, the sport, the opportunity, but then it's also the Challenge Athletes Foundation, which is really the vehicle for how many athletes even get involved in the Paralympics or are even able to go. We'll, we'll have to see what the, the numbers are, but I remember in, in 2016 for the Rio Paralympic team, more than half of the Team USA athletes had received funding or support from CAF at one point. And, uh, you know, we've helped Paralympians in over, you know, 30 countries around the world. And so when I sort of see the emergence of, of the two uh, worlds coming together, it just like makes my heart sing uh, because it's all the things that I love. And it's rare, I would say, even in this space of of sponsorship and of support that brands really get behind the things that are important to you. So often it's just supporting the athlete and that's wonderful and it's absolutely needed. But again, goes back to I'm not doing my job if I'm not helping to get other people to have these same opportunities. And I love that being part of Team Bridgestone, they've seen my involvement in CAF, what it means to me, what it's done for me and and uh, thousands of other athletes. And, and, you know, it really is a perfect um, blending because it really supports also the, the Paralympic uh, mission that Bridgestone is involved with. So uh, it, it, it makes me just so happy and so proud and I'm excited about what is to come. And just to add a little bit to Scout's point, you know, I get asked all the time, you know, from the Bridgestone side of like, how do we choose the athlete ambassadors to work with? Right. And, and I think for us, first and foremost, and I've had this conversation with Scout, just like many of our athletes is we want there to be authenticity. We don't want it to be transactional. We don't want it to seem like, hey, we're going to write a check so that we can stick the Bridgestone logo on a whole bunch of your equipment. Like we want it to have depth and meaning and and authenticity. And so we spend time in the process trying to identify people that we think we can develop a relationship with that is along mutual interests and passions and meaning. Um, And Scout is one example of that. It's so great for me to hear her say those things because that's what we want out of these relationships, right? We want to help them make the difference they want to communicate and and the change they want to see in the world because a lot of it is the same that we want uh, out of the same effort. So uh, it's, it's just such a cool thing to have it all come to life. For sure. So, and we really, you know, it's great to hear the numbers, as we said, 50%, but hearing the first person stories like scouts, that's really what it feels like moves things and makes you realize the impact these organizations can have. So, Certainly a Bridgestone, proud to support it and proud to have Scout on board as an ambassador and as a Team Bridgestone athlete. So we really do appreciate your time, Scout, and we certainly appreciate you coming on as well, Keith, to to give us some time to discuss this. It's a really important issue. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you both. Anytime. Maybe I'll come back. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You should. When you hear Scout's inspiring story, it's easy to see why Bridgestone places an emphasis on supporting organizations like Challenged Athletes Foundation, Adaptive Sports Ohio, and Amputee Blade Runners. These efforts have helped fundamentally change the trajectory of countless lives, both for individuals and entire families. And to help continue building these networks of support and engagement, Bridgestone is donating an additional $125,000 this year to support equipment, programming, training, and more across these organizations. And to celebrate the Tokyo 2020 Paralympic Games and Team Bridgestone athletes like Scout, 
we've got another giveaway. Well, you can send us an email to thrivepodcast at bfusa.com. Send us a topic for a future episode, maybe a question about Bridgestone you'd like to be answered, or we can keep it on theme and you can just share an inspiring moment you may have seen while watching this year's Olympic or Paralympic Games. But at the end, we'll pick three winners to receive a Tokyo 2020 prize package with Team USA and Team Bridgestone swag included. I like that. And remember, you can find all of our episodes of Thrive wherever you may listen to podcasts. So we encourage you to check out those you may have missed or share your favorites with friends and family. And while you're there, subscribe, rate, and review to tell us what you think. And big thanks to Zach for helping us out this week. We look forward to having you back for more fun on the Thrive Podcast in the future, but really appreciate you stepping in to help out uh, with this episode. And of course, thank you, the listeners, for tuning in, spending some time with us. Uh, I'm Keith Colley. And I'm Zach Ellis. And we are telling you to keep on keeping on, as always. And remember that at Bridgestone, today, tomorrow, together, we thrive. Take care, everybody. Thank you.